Aloha. This is Jeff McPherson, Dr. Tiki, from TikiBarTV.com. And you're tuned in to the Zen Tiki Lounge. And when you can't spend time at, at the Tiki Bar with Johnny Johnny and Lala, the Zen Tiki Lounge is definitely the place to be. I'll see you there. Cheers and mahalo. Sunshine. Aloha, sunshine. Aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, where the tiki bar that lives in your head, here is your music. I was feeling a little surf rock it's very today. dramatic. Well, it's uh, it's got quite a few uh, artists in there, some mm-hmm. that some you've heard before, some you may not have heard in a, in a long time, uh, including, this is the Aqua Velvets, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then there's Cosmonauti. And then the Revomatics mm-hmm. and the Tiki Tones and the Woe Dads, and I think there might even be another one in there somewhere. But Some surfy one in there. Yes. Uh, well, uh, in addition to starting the show with music, we have a drink. Yes. And uh, you, mm-hmm. due to um, uh, a weekend of, of long intoxication mm-hmm. and debauchery, you are having a... Um, smoothie. <laughs> a smoothie. And I'm having the other half of it, but... <laughs> It's a tasty smoothie. You know, I can pretend that it's a. Uh, there's some rum in it. Yes, you can. Yes. Now I am having um, what I think, what I know, mm-hmm. what I hope. I'll be the judge of that. Is going to be drink number two mm-hmm. uh, for Tiki Oasis that we'll be serving at our room crawl party. And drink number one is Kehlani's Punani. Yes, we all love her Punani. And I've been drinking, working on drinking on. I have been drinking on drink number two, <laughs> but I've been working on drink he number two. He started at noon today to drink on drink number two. <laughs> uh, and uh, this drink has quite a few things in it. It has the uh, Damiana, which is a uh, liqueur from Mexico, Baja, Me- Baja Mexico. Mm-hmm. So right under California's butt. Yes. is uh, Baja, California, mm-hmm. and that's part of Mexico, where the uh, Damiana herb is known to grow and be uh, uh, abundant. Abundant herb. And it has kind of a chamomile note to it, but anyway, they make a nice liqueur out of it. It's a nice uh, bright yellow. Now, it's also got some uh, orange liqueur, some tequila, and uh, oh, some other things, and uh, I uh, decided that the little something extra that it needed was... Lemon bitters. Oh, and how difficult is this one going to be? You gonna pre-mix it, or are we gonna? Oh, you know I always pre-batch at the parties because yeah. we're making literally a hundred within an hour. Well, you're usually working your ass right. off, but yeah. that's a lot of ingredients. So let's. I'm gonna. I just, I tried it a little bit ago, but I'm gonna try it again. And, He's and had the four garnish. Today. The garnish is um, because it's an herbal drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, rosemary. Okay. And so before you, and you basically you just take like a three inch sprig of rosemary and lay it across the top. You don't have to do anything more fancy with it. Um, but just like mint, sometimes you bruise it to make it the, sure. the odor come off. You do the same thing. You just push the uh, rosemary sprig. Didn't between we have a the, drink where you stuck a ricola in it one time? Yeah, but that was just for shits and giggles mostly. Oh, that, was, that was a sinus clearing though. Mmm. So how is that? See, I think we've gotten somewhere with it now. All right. Well, let me take a taste. I think all of the uh, all of the right notes are uh, well, you know, they're there. Yeah, that one's good. I like that one. Oh, do you? I do. I'm not gonna bring my break my alcohol detox today by sucking your whole <laughs> barrel down, but I'll drink at Tiki Oasis. Well, Starshine, the listeners out there, they're not going to know that we had to stop due to musical difficulty. Oh, and it's been 24 hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't been quite that long. So what do you think of this drink? What do you... I think the drink's a winner. I don't think you have to do mess you... with it anymore. You think so? Because I hope not. Because I'm no. kind of... There is a point where, you know, after, you know, 18 to 24 variations, somewhere yeah. in that range, I either give up or I keep working with it. I think they all meld together, whereas before there was... I don't know what element it was that was bothering me something about it was too strong and i don't know what it was but now it seems like everything kind of blends in cool 
I'm just going to layer in the music in the background because there's just something wrong with that thing All this right. week. We don't need no uh, stinking music. Well, we do, actually. Mm. I mean, I, I quite enjoy it. So this drink, yeah. Now I just have to work on a name. Now I want to work in somewhere. I want I want the word Baja Okay. in the name. And I don't know because Tiki Oasis this year is south of the border. That's yes. the theme. You don't want the Baja Bandito? Well, Tiki Oasis itself, itself is still north of the border. Y- yeah. Because San Diego yeah. hasn't moved. And I think my passport's expired, so that But be um, who owns California has moved uh-huh. over in the past. But uh, Well, sure. But currently, currently the U.S. <laughs> still owns it. Um, Last time I checked, right. yeah. Uh, but that wasn't always the case. So uh, it's south of the border, and I want yeah, I want Baja in there somewhere. Mm, and um, We'll have to think. The garnish is appropriately a Mexican flag with a speared cherry. And, of course, because... Of course. We're not trying to offend anybody or anything. You know, there is nothing politically correct, or nothing need be politically correct in a tiki bar or at true. one of these parties. And I have to say that of all the flags that I know in the world, I know United States, the California flag, and the Mexican flag, because we live so close. Well, we're right here, right. California is so <laughs> blended with it that you kind of are like, oh yeah, it's a Mexican flag. That is true. You know, because here in California, Mexican food is not a delicacy. Mexican no, food a, is not um, right. exotic. It is It is every other day. I could eat Mexican food every single meal, every right. single Right, I think most of us could. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it better be good. And then, and and then I don't you go eat and, El Torito. <laughs> and then you go and try and give us something like um, spaghetti, and we're like, meh, meh. Yeah, my grandma made spaghetti every day going up. She's good, Italian. A good Italian woman should. Well, she's a good cook. Yeah. Okay, so uh, listeners, thank you for joining us here in the lounge. We are going to go uh, rummage around and see if we can find the mail sack. And uh, yeah, the mail sack. then we'll dive into it and oh, see, what, see what we got. You want some smoothie. Tiki mail. Yeah, what about it? All right, well, let me get into the sack here. <laughs> Oh, that's your sound effect. Oh, you know. I mean, I'm just going to pull this one out. You like this one or yeah, this one? Yeah, but I would think that the sack, you need, it's more like a burlap sack. Well, no, this, no, it's not. Yeah, it's, to it's me it is. It's reusable poly neoprene something, I don't know. Mm, I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull this so one out. So what's wrong with burlap? Well, nothing. Yes. It's a natural renewable yes, fiber. It is. It's just, uh, not, okay, I don't know, you ruined it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this, this email comes to us from Davis Sands. That's a nice S-A-N-D-S. Name. It is kind of a nice name. He should be like an author or something. He should. He says, hello, friends. I took your survey like you asked. I work for a small company that helps people figure out what parts of their business works and what parts don't. So is that a consulting company? You yes. could just say that. Or an I mean, auditor? Or, what would yeah, that be I don't, I'm not sure. So I know how hard it is to get good feedback. Now, Davis is responding to me posting online and saying, our survey is again available. Please take it. Help us figure things out. Okay. I love the show, but when you ask people, wait, but when you ask people, they will generally say at least one critical thing. Sure. My biggest request is more music at the end of the show. Some shows you play a song and some you don't. Good luck and thanks for all the laughs. Davis Sands. All right. Well, I, you know, Davis, uh, I, I appreciate that you filled out the survey, and we're going to discuss those survey results and our demographics a little later in the show. And, I'm uh, thrilled. I, well, I would imagine you would be. Now, if you haven't already taken the survey, you can go to zentikilounge.com and click on the survey link. Yes. And uh, we call it the listener census. I took it and just bitched about Kehlani and did you really? No. no, I didn't think so because I didn't see those comments. Um, but that would be funny. That would be really funny. I hate those horse. God, they're so stupid. Uh, but uh, well, anyway, so you can you can go on there and you can take and give us feedback. Now it ta- it asks you some basic questions like, um, you know, what is your age group? What is your what is your sex? Not what's do your, you have sex, but what sex card are you? Number? No, it doesn't ask that. Uh, and then education and things like that. You can decline any question you don't want to answer, but then it asks some very specific fill-in questions mm-hmm. where you can say, what do you like most about the show? What do you dislike about the show? And those kinds of things. And we're going to go over that. It's pretty typical survey questions. It is. They don't really offend anybody. So, Davis, I really do appreciate that uh, that you sent that in. I got a stem in my smoothie. What did well, it's either from a strawberry or a blueberry. Blueberry. Okay. All right, moving on. Um, so, and then now, uh, one of one of the listeners wrote in, and her name is Sarah, and she said, she said, uh, I haven't heard enough Zen, and uh, well, you are been on vacation, and you are the Zen Tiki Lounge. So, how about some more Zen? Well, Sarah, in response to your question, uh, we will be uh, doing a little bit of Zen this episode. Okay. And there is a website. Uh, well, it's a blog. And uh, I go to it now and then. And then there, actually, there's two of them. 
Um, and it's about finding your zen in the few finite moments that we have in our modern society. So, uh, Sarah, I will, um, I will go take a look at that. We'll take a look at that um, a little bit later. Now, we got a really interesting Twitter or okay. tweet. 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 I'm supposed to say it correctly. Not we a got twatter. a really interesting tweet. The tweet said, Tiki names are really silly. What's up with your names? Well, yeah, of course they're silly. Sure. What, what do you want they're us alter, to have? They're alter egos. Oba- and, what, are we going to be Obama Tiki? I mean, something really serious? <laughs> and, well, so uh, a little later in the show, we will also go and look at the names of all the people who have already pre-registered to be room crawlers at Tiki Oasis, and you will see just exactly what they're talking about with all of the silly our names. names. Before right they're now, just, our know. names actually are not all that silly because there are there are other names out there. For example, I believe there is like uh, like Tiki Naked. It, no, it's it's Nude Tiki Midget. That's awesome. Yes. Now I have never ne- we have never had a nude midget show up to or small person but if you're whatever, out there I, please come to the room crawl. oh yeah please <laughs> man woman whatever we yeah. don't care we don't care please come to our uh tiki oasis room call. but of course we have silly names it's a tiki show where we drink and talk about stupid things our names are that's not right. going to be we should not know, we should not be taken entirely thurston hell the third <laughs> well that's not uh, that's not thurston tiki hell the third so if you'd like to send us some correspondence Okay, the drink is damn good. I told you it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I think people are going to like that. Yeah, well, they're going to like anything, but it's free. But tip liberally, you, yes. you jackass. We need to make our money back. All, yeah, all I ever want to do is break even yes. on a room crawl, not mm-hmm. make money. Uh, anywho, so you can send your comments to us uh, on Facebook. Look for Zen Tiggy Lounge and like us, and then you can send comments and post them on our wall. You can also send comments to mail at zentiggylounge.com. You can also tweet us. Find Zen Tiki Lounge or find Sunshine ZTL, as in Zen Tiki Lounge, and you can tweet us. Uh, there's, you know, there's plenty of other ways, like going to the website, going directly to zentikilounge.com, and you'll find the links there to get in touch with us pretty much any old way. And uh, you can tell us anything you want. Except so, that our names are stupid. So what do you what do you say? Well, what do you say? I put the rest of the mail away. Very crispy mail. It is. Um, I'm just gonna. Yeah, throw it behind me, Aww. and uh, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, Starshine. What? What do you say we start with um, looking at those wacky tiki names that uh, one of our listeners tweeted and said, what's up with that? Yeah, because I can't believe that ours are the wackiest he's ever seen. Um, well, I mean, some of these not so wacky. Yes. Some of these a little bit. So, for example, folks who are registered for the room crawl at Tiki Oasis, and just in case there's just one person out there who doesn't know what the and heck that is. these are not is, people who are hosting room crawls. These are these people, are people are going, who are attending. Good Lord, look N- at them all. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's it's a really freaking long list. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have a long uh, room crawl. Um, Tiki Oasis, big event in San Diego. Is Big Toe? Uh, yes. Go to tikioasis.com. You can check out the information there if you want to join us. Uh, and the hotel that it's hosted at, people open up their rooms. Yes. And they make drinks and they invite people in. Mm-hmm. Now, there are official room crawls, yes. such as the one we participate in. And then people have after hours parties yes. that kind of anybody can join. And we do both. And the official room crawl, people sign up. Now, if you don't have a card, most rooms will still let you in. They're not going to, like, boot you or I anything I didn't even like know that. you signed up for it. I thought we just but, took uh, whoever came if, in. Well, I always sign up for you. Oh, so, I see. So you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Our room crawl lasts until your partner wants to go to Del Taco. Yes. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And even, it went a little longer than that. He got yes. really cranky at Tiki, <laughs> at tiki Caliente. That was a You long. got a little cranky at it Tiki It was Caliente. late. I know. I know. So here are some of the names of the people mm-hmm. who said there's um, Soccer Tiki and Woohoo Wahine. Now, mm-hmm. they are the organizers of, of the Rim Crawl. Okay. They're, you know, not, not odd. Now, there's Otto and Baby Doe, the organizers of the entire Tiki yes. Oasis event. There's Trader Pup and Scooter. That's awesome. Betty, Pup and Bl- Betty Blue, Wildsville Man, otherwise nor- known as Rory Snyder, the organizer of Tiki Caliente. Mm-hmm. There's Mr. and Mrs. Swanky. Swanky. There's Don Frazier. See, just a name. Yeah. Now, I hope that's not an alter ego. 
Yeah, I hope Don Fraser. Yeah. like Fraser Tiki. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna skip some. Now there's Sandra D, and let's see. There's Zoya, Matt Reese, Big Toe, as you mentioned, <laughs> Rob Roy. I, I like that one. It's kind of simple, but it's kind of cool. Well, Rob Roy was a pirate, right? Yes. There's Day Tiki. Mm-hmm. Here's a here's one of my favorites: Spermy and Whale Rider. <laughs> <laughs> there's Smokin' Tiki, Chad Spacey, there's Judy Luck. There's Mrs. Tiki Herb. Sure, there's Drew Groove, who hails uh, from Portland, I believe. And I'm trying to find some of the really, really good ones here. You should go on our Facebook page, because they all got their funky names on there, too. They, no, they really do. Tiki there's Tippy. Kongawa, uh-huh. there's Van Tiki, there's Jetson, uh, otherwise known as Julian. Uh, there's Jackie Woods, Polly Pop, and uh, Blue Kahuna, and Tongaroa Roo, and uh, see, here's just Leanne. <laughs> just, see, and Leanne she should just call doesn't... herself just Leanne. There's Crazy Al, who we all know very well. Yes. There's Zero Tiki and Mrs. Of course, you have to have Mrs. Zero Tiki. Bill Turner. Uh huh. Bill Turner. <laughs> yes. Bill Turner is another character from. Oh no, uh, that's Will Turner from one of, Pirates of the Caribbean. One of my favorite names, John Tiki Butt White. Nice. Yes. There's Mai Tai and Coco Loco. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah, I like Coco Loco. Not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. There's Happy Chi, Doctor Vital Tiki, and Mrs. Loki Tiki mm-hmm. and Mrs. Tiki Geeky. Tiki Geeky or Tiki Geeky? Okay, and and then of course, it goes oh look, on and on. The, the Zen Tiki Lounge, Ohana Kerr will be there. Of course. Well, anyway, so, I mean, just those are just examples. Uh, oh, Scoot Tiki. But uh, you, you can have a name or you don't have to have a name. You can just come as Bob. I mean, no yes. one no one really cares. But, um, you know, some people, they work their last name into a Tiki name. Some people just throw Tiki onto the name or their favorite word. Whatever. It really doesn't matter. But uh, but have a lot of fun. Now, why do people do this? Well, they like to have an alter ego when it's they fun. attend these events. It yeah, is fun. It's like a nickname. Right. And, yeah. you know, it's at the point now where nobody nobody calls me about my real name. They yes. see me and they say, Sunshine! And well, and it all started as an alter ego so people wouldn't know you online. So that's this why, is true. That's why we did ours. And now it just it sticks, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just easier now. Well, well it, it is what it is. Now, how about how about we get a little zen like we were we were mentioning I'll, I'll for, try my best. for Sarah? Yeah. Okay. So um, this this comes from uh, ten to zen. It's t e n t o z e n dot wordpress dot com, and it's a blog, and it is a uh, a zen blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, this post from June second is is titled Zen as a Contact Sport. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm just going to read a quick little passage here, but I think this is very um, appropriate. This is probably one of the most difficult principles to accept in finding your own personal Zen. I used to think that people who said this never had anything, or that they never had anything traumatic happen to them. Sometimes life just happens to you, I would say, and I have a right to be upset about it, darn it. While this is true, and while it is a healthy or it is healthy to experience, recognize, and acknowledge your emotions, at some point you have to emerge victorious or you will wallow and sink. For most of us, happiness is not provisional by the situations in which we find ourselves. Our problems, which may seem huge at the time, often pass and are forgotten in a brighter moment. So I was reading that and I thought, well, you know, I, I can actually remember um, a time when I was very depressed for what I thought was a really long period of time. Well, it was a really long period of time. It was like for like a year plus. Mm-hmm. But I look back and it was for a lot of reasons. I didn't, I never saved money, so I worried about money. Yeah, well, everyone at our age then did. I wasn't in a long-term relationship, which I tried to convince myself I didn't need. And sure. now I believe that's not the case. Pers- you know, I think there are people who don't need to be in a long-term relationship, but I do. You like the stability of it. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I also like the, I need the yin to my yang. And you like the torture. Well, I like the yin to my wang, too. Oh, nice. Yes. See, I like to torture my significant <laughs> other, and that's what I need in my life. <laughs> it gives me a lot of zen to know that I have someone that I can make miserable. And that does work. But uh, I, I like here that we're talking about... You know, you you may feel that whatever you're going through, whatever you're thinking is just, it's horrible, mm-hmm. and that the world is against you, et cetera, et cetera. But what, uh, what she's encouraging you to do here is to find that place, whether it be your bedroom, 
the pool, a closet, whatever it is where you can actually go for 10 minutes a day, just 10 minutes, and take in there whatever you want and don't take whatever you don't want. So if you want to bring in music and put headphones on, some soothing music, some chimes, bells, or whatever you consider to be zen, you should. Now, for me... This I don't I don't like the chimes and the bells sure. and the um that's not me I like trance which actually has a very fast beat but it has no vocals mm-hmm. it makes me feel good and um, I it makes my body actually feel something as opposed to uh, rock music with vocals or because vocals take you much closer to a specific emotion than a non vocal piece of music that might be true but it just depends on what you like. Sure, I think that's true. Now, um, some people argue you can have your zen like in the car on the way to work. I I disagree. No, I think that depends on what I like listening to cheesy eighties music and singing to it. If you so yes, if you can get behind the wheel and you Mm -hmm. can go with the flow and not be an angry driver and not care Mm -hmm. that other people cut you off or pedestrians jump in front of you or these things, then maybe you could find your Zen in your car on the way to work with the music you like, what have you. I'm really bad at that. And I'll admit that. Do you think that maybe this is just a conversation about whether you're a glass is half full or a glass is half empty type of person? I don't, because I don't need to go find 10 minutes a day in some closet listening to trance music to be okay. I don't need to, but actually I do get a good, I, I, I get benefit from it. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that you shouldn't get benefit from it, but there's some people that, I'm not particularly a person, like, I like to take yoga a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't take it because of the, let's do the namaste shit. I like the exercise. and I The like namaste the, shit. <laughs> I don't need to sit in a room with ten pe- with people on the ground for 20 minutes breathing. I agree, I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I like doing the yoga because that relaxes me and that will put me in a zen place. And then once we're on to that meditating stuff, I don't want to do it because I've already done an hour of exercise. It's just like going to the gym. I like going to the gym. Yes, and and actually that used to be why most of the time when I would go to the gym, I would go late at night when there were less people around, mm-hmm. and I could put on the headphones. And again, I would I was even then mm-hmm. I was listening to trance or dance, yeah. no vocals, and I would just be in my place. And the one thing I would force myself to do would be never to take my iPod back out of my pocket and look at the time. Mm. I would just exercise. And listen to the music, and I would try and set a track on that was like an hour plus or yeah. so. So you don't have to go back to it. You don't have to worry about how much time it's going to take, because generally I want to exercise for an hour. Yeah. And that for me was, that was my zen. That I was, used to, I count songs. I won't, I'll put a towel over the, the clock, because I will watch the clock count down. There's so nothing worse than being on a freaking elliptical machine watching the seconds tick off on it. But so, once you learn to just let time yeah. go... You'll go longer. Yeah. You don't you don't think about I have to go home and make dinner. Yeah. I have to these Or I'll things. mix up the machines. I'll do fifteen minutes on one, fifteen minutes on another, fifteen minutes on another, because then I don't find that I'm counting as much because I know it's a really small chunk of time. I agree. Mm-hmm. So so Sarah, what we're getting at is See, we each have our way of finding Zen or just harmony or balance, whatever you want to call it. But we don't actually we don't read books on it. Yes. We we don't really do a whole lot other than admit that you just have to find something that you enjoy. And I think, you know, when we were in our, our 20s and we used to go to, well, at least I used to go to dance clubs four nights a week. Yeah. That was very zen for me. I like it. That's very nice. You're drunk, right? Can't even hit the straw. <laughs> I can't get the straw that, that was very zen-like for me. I like going to a dance club where the music mm-hmm. is so loud that you can feel it when you're dancing. And it's two hours of not having to worry about anything. I Yeah, I and agree. So I always li- I like that too. But I'm not much of a sit in the corner and someone, you know, sprinkle sage around you, burning sage and I do like incense though. Um papaing. No, but um, I don't I don't need that. Oh no, the dance, yes. I, I agree. I do like um papa music though. So, <laughs> That's so not Zen. The accordion's your, not Zen. Your Zen can literally be whatever you want, wherever you want. I think the only thing you have to get out of it is you need to look forward to it. Sure. It can't be it can't feel like a chore. Yeah. And when you're there, you have to you have to walk away from it feeling better than you did when you got there. Yeah, and if that's I, what it does for you, then that's So it yeah. could be gardening. Sure. It but so yeah, I think people need to stop thinking about Zen or meditation as like this thing that has to happen in a very specific place and time. 
uh, but more of a what you want to do when you have the time, but making time if you don't feel you have the time. Does and that when make I had, sense? When I had time to do art before the child, yes. you know, there were some times where you could before start the demon. Art, before the demon came out of me. Um, you know, there were times where you could start a sculpture and then be wake up and it'd be three hours later and you'd still be working on that sculpture. I mean, you took a lot of art classes and that was the best, that was the best part of art class when you'd lose three hours of your time because you were working on something so hard. Well, I, I, and I completely, now I still do that. Yeah. Whether it be, I'm adding something to the tiki bar or I am out in the garden and I realize, Oh, the only reason I'm stopping is because the sun has completely gone down and it's dark out here. Yeah. And I can actually (laughs) get like that if I start um, cleaning out a closet or something, which is really pathetic. No, I can do the yeah. same thing. So, I mean, I yeah. know that's bad, but I can No, I admit I throw a cocktail in there. Yeah, oh, I don't you know. think there's anything wrong with that. No, I don't think so either. You can you can find your zen with or without inebriation. Yes. I know that purists would definitely say that inebriation is, is a fallacy, is wrong, but... No, I don't, I don't agree I don't with that. Agree with People that. for centuries have been smoking shit and drinking shit to get to their zen. You can do what you have to do. That is very yes. true. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, so... An interesting, an interesting subject, and I'm glad that Sarah left us the comment and gave us something to discuss, and mm-hmm. we put a little zen in the Tiki Lounge, since we are the Zen Tiki Lounge. Now, Pumpkin and Kehlani seem like two that would be in the corner laying on a yoga mat for their zen, so we should ask them next time they're here, because they're different than I am. Well, they're they're just different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They're, they're just... They're a little more stressed out than I am, too, I think, in normal life. You think so? What, you don't think Kehlani's more stressed out than me, usually? Um... Oh no no no! Definitely, she totally is. Mm. Yeah, because she. Well, I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to go into other than to say that she doesn't take control of things that she really could. And but, but pumpkin and I probably have a little more in common. I think we actually have a lot in common. So. I think so. Yeah. I think I think that's fair to say. Now, how about we take a look at some of those uh, demographics? Sure. All right. So we are going to look at some of the survey results for Zentiki Lounge, and uh, well, you know, this podcast we're we're episode two twenty is what you're listening to right now. Is our highest demographic Muslims in Pakistan? Oh, we, I didn't. I specifically did not ask the religion question. Oh, okay. I didn't feel that was important. No, it's so. Not. So we're not asking that now. Our biggest age demographic, or as far as the most listeners, are the age group twenty-five to thirty-four. Okay. And then that's followed by the thirty-five to forty-four group. So the twenty-five to forty-four group overall is the biggest group. That's not a surprise. The smallest group is tied for the eighteen to twenty-four. And the fifty-five to sixty-four. That's not so really, really so really, no, it's not. We really that twenty-five to forty-four group, um, and then including all the way up to fifty-four. That is really our key demographic as far as. Um, so my damn age. parents aren't listening. They neither are, not. are yours. They're, neither are mine. Jerks. Now uh, we are eighty-five percent male listeners, sixteen percent female. Well, guys like listening to the girls. Now, one question this survey does not ask is mm-hmm. your. Sexual identity, yeah. Because I know the reason that we are such male, a male-oriented podcast, and that is because, well, gentlemen, you just uh, give me a hey out there <laughs> if uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> there is a hey, lot. There are a lot of you. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, but we have a lot of straight listeners too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what's really interesting is. The single biggest demographic of income mm-hmm. is the seventy-five thousand to one hundred thousand dollar range. Maybe it's combined income. Maybe they're couples. It could be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't indicate one or the other, but it certainly could be. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I think that's interesting. Now let's get to um, the likes and dislikes. Hey. This this I find quite interesting. So. Um, basically this is an open-ended question and people can say what they like and dislike about the podcast. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. Well, let's see. Well, as soon as, as soon as the webpage loads. Okay. I, I, I see, I just, I'm putting this up here just to show you that the number one thing that people like. Yeah. Is what? I, I'm sure that you filled out the survey I yourself. did not. I did not. <laughs> it's a sunshine tiki, which I don't believe. Is me. Um, number two, it's fun. I like drinking. Uh, the shenanigans comes in. Brad Beach specifically said the shenanigans. He approves of that. People say it's fun. Uh, let's see the host, the cocktails, the mindless Ow. banter. Now, here's the really interesting thing because everything you read on the likes, uh-huh. when we go to the dislikes, you will find out that people have answered it the exact opposite. So, for example, people like 
the hosts, the cocktails, the mindless banter. Now, when we get to the dislikes, you're going to say people hate the mindless banter. Sure. And that's like we, you know, we did a survey at work on a conference that we did and all the likes. You flip over the dislikes. Everyone likes dislikes the same thing. Mm -hmm. Hated the Mm -hmm. workshop. Loved the workshop, you know. Now, this is the one that I agree with the most because we are all we are all educated people. Uh People like the open collegial vibe between the hosts. Oh, it's like a frat house then. <laughs> it sometimes is. We're spanking yes. well, each other with salamis. Like uh, the hosts are fun. It's fun. Music and cocktails. It makes me laugh. The mix of humor and information. It's unique and fun. So fun is mentioned many times. Uh, the drinks are mentioned many times. And and the hosts. Now, let's, let's check out, you know, maybe some of the dislikes. What do people maybe say? Right there at number one, needs more zen. We'll try. Well, we, we just did it for Sarah today yes. and for everyone else who said needs more zen. I'll think of something zen for next time. Now, this one, when they when they all talk about the same thing, when some of the girls don't know where the mic is. Why are you looking at me? It says some of the girls. I know, but you're the worst. Whatever. You're the worst. Uh, Pumpkin practically deep throats the mic. Well, you know, it's the only thing she deep throats. When so. they scream out loud, that's Kaylani. Um, well, she mostly. screams in real life, so it's not going to stop. Uh, and the annoying music parts. Now, that's the part I don't get. Well, maybe they mean like your interludes or something. I hope not. Well, you got to fill it up. It's like a radio show. you got to fill it. the spaces up. Yes, we have to have... We can't just... We're not just going to talk for the full hour. There's yeah. plenty of stuff. Um... Let's see. This, I like this drunken one's kinda... women I can't fondle. That's that's a good comment. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yes, so they wish they could fondle the women and that would be more fun. The, uh, this one says, hmm, the fact that I cannot be enjoying the drinks with the host. Well, you know, I understand that. Now, this one, I, somebody said, as far as dislikes, they said, not much. That's nice. Uh, the audio always seems a bit quiet compared to other podcasts. Now, I take that one very seriously. And uh, as of this podcast, mm-hmm. I have made an adjustment to our audio settings. Okay. And I hope to have solved that. Oh, all right. Now, when we switched to the new soundboard and microphones a few months back, I thought I had tweaked them appropriately. And I do listen to the podcast after it is edited, converted, uploaded. Maybe and he then just downloaded means cumulative over the last five years, and, and not the last couple. I, months. No, I think he probably means recently or yeah. she. You know, I don't know. So I, I, I am working on that. Um, now, occasionally they say we stray into topics that they're not interested in. Well, you know what? What show doesn't? You know what? You, you talk about topics that I'm not interested in, but I still talk about I, them and, with you. And Kaylani often talks about things uh, that yes. none of us are She's interested in. She's very passionate. In. But but you know so so anywho <laughs> and to be fair pumpkin whips out that damn calendar an awful lot and I'm not interested in that yeah I'm kind of over it but I just I humor her because she enjoys it she so much she likes it so much so, so why she can, can tell us her? about all the holidays in a month that no one cares about <laughs> mm. well so there's there's just a few things that people like and dislike about the show now if you haven't already told us and what this and what this information does. It helps a possible advertiser someday decide whether or not they want to advertise with us, uh-huh. and they need uh, listener demographics to do that. So well, they I'm do need going to on and putting and Starshine Tiki as the favorite thing. Then you do that. Yes. Then you do that. Because one person, each person from each email address can only do it once. Well, I'll do it for my work email and my own email and my Starshine Tiki email. And Now, let's talk a little bit more about Tiki Oasis, All because right. it's only 24 days away now. I know. And the drink is hitting me. I, oh. Well, yes. I, I bought a nice frock a couple weeks ago, and I'd like to buy another one. Well, we need to go to go another weekend. vintage store. Yeah. I think that sounds I still like want to go idea. back to the same one. So uh, the the theme is south of the border, and Hi-yay. our room is going to be called Flamingos, Sombreros, and Rum Oh My. Oh, how very Wizard of Oz. That is, well, you know, i got to put a little gay in there. Yes, yes, you do. So you did you notice the flamingos over there in the back with their sombreros on? Well, I saw the picture before. I've seen your flamingos. Yes. So uh, we, we are putting real... Velvet embroidered sombreros on our flock of flamingos. Yes, uh, we're not bringing a flock bra- of seagulls. Em- oh, em- embroidered sombreros. The ponchos, if I do them, will not be some. Will not. I be, understand. They might be puffy. Now, painted. we have our own uh, sombreros. We do of the straw variety. I'd like to put some flowers on mine. Mostly because I needed to buy four, yes. and I wasn't going to buy each of us the $100 Mariachi sombrero. Mariachi <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, I think I will uh, decorate mine with uh, flowers. Now, we know where the rum comes from, of course. Mm-hmm. So we've got flamingos, sombreros, and rum, oh my. And it's going to be just a really good time. Now, speaking really? of rum, oh my, yes. yesterday we went to the Tiki Highway at Don the Beachcomber in Huntington yes. Beach, a local event here in Southern California, and it was uh, hot rods, it classic busy. vintage cars, 
uh, vendors, yes, including Bamboo Ben, who I know a lot of listeners are probably familiar with, and I picked up some stuff from his booth, and it's right there on the wall. What do you think? I like Starshine. It. I'm trying above, to talk into the mic. I don't a, want you to get mad at me. I know it's above the it's above the fish tank. So it's I got a, a nice. wall shelf and some uh, carved tiki's in the Whitco style. Mm-hmm. So and that like chainsaw carved look with the burnt wood. A lot of artists. I was hoping that they would have more vendors that hmm. were selling other items. Now I'll tell you know listeners. I really, really, really like Tiki Tony. Mm-hmm. And Tiki Tony, he's famous for his art, but specifically he does those little like cartoony parrots. Mm-hmm. And you can get them in carved pieces, you can get them in mugs, etc. Now, I love his art and I love his work. And he's not a bad looking dude either. Oh, la, la. He's got a handlebar mustache a little, a little bit there that I don't care for. Yeah, but you don't like mustaches. But I don't like mustaches. Yeah, so you can't. Now, I imagine if he shaved that off, you know... Even more attractive. I don't know. He might have like a hair lip or something under there. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, but but anywho. So the only reason that I don't have Tiki Tony stuff all over the the Tiki Lounge is it's pricey. Okay. Yeah, I could understand that. But you know what? I I, I kind of look at it this way: if the Zen Tiki Lounge ever does become what I'd like it to become, profitable. Not profitable. <laughs> I'm going to buy some Tiki Tony. Is that the, he wasn't the one with the big ass Tiki totem things at the end of the last vendor booth. No, 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 no. Those, no. I want one of those. Those are nice too. Who was yes. that? I don't recall. We'll have to, I'll have to figure it out. But after, those like, after a Mai Tai and Dr. Funk, I don't remember. Like Tiki, to, you know, Tiki totems about my height. Yeah. Yeah. Those were cool. Which that's not all that tall. But you know, they didn't have any, yeah, well, I'm not three <laughs> foot, but they didn't have like really any clothes or jewelry or, you know, anything like that. So I'd like to see, they had one booth that had little bathing suits and that yes, was it. So. Yes. You know, I liked the what about event? the what about the vintage? Well, they weren't vintage purses, but the the purses and handbags that looked like the fenders on old cars. I liked them like very Cadillacs much, but they were a hundred dollars. Yeah, they're a little and pricey. So I don't buy a purse for a hundred dollars. A lot of girls do. Yeah, but, but I don't think you need to. No, yeah, I don't. I think I think way too much money can be spent on fashion and hobbies, and um, I you know I I spend enough it is. But Tiki Tony, oh that that's some stuff that I would definitely like to have. Mm-hmm. So Tiki Highway was a cool event, and uh, well, I was at Donna Beachcomber, and we had some drinks. And, yes, and you know if they could if I could ask them to do one thing differently, it would be um, oh I don't know um, hire some bartenders who actually know how to serve drinks. <laughs> The waitresses, not the, the waitresses. Yes. yes, the bartender. They're no, fine. yes, 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 yes. Let me rephrase that. Even though we had to wait a horribly long amount of time, mm, they were good. to get our drinks. Every drink was made perfectly. Yeah. Uh, so the the deal with the cocktail waitresses just ever coming back. Well, that's another. Story. It was a it was a very crowded event. Perhaps they didn't think that it was going to be that crowded. Um. Now here's now here's something that. Uh, well, I it's 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 a study, an Asian study. That's mm-hmm. and this is what the this is what the 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 web page said. An Asian study finds yes the lower the ratio between the length of a man's index finger and the length of his ring finger, mm-hmm. the longer his penis is. Now, oh yeah, I've read that before. If the if the if the fingers are even, right now it's a long. We've all heard this before that mm-hmm. your your penis, especially in junior high, high school, that your penis length has something to do with. Mm-hmm. Now here we go from you know totally tiki to totally mm-hmm. penis. Uh, that your your penis length has something to do with your fingers, right? Yes. Well, now they've actually done a study. Now maybe they did one in the past. I don't know. Maybe I think Masters I read about and it Johnson. Last year and it maybe some... Masters and Johnson did a study. No, in the no, past. it was something recently, like last year. That I this was one was just released. Yeah. And yeah, and and so I don't quite. I don't know now. Which one's my ring finger? The one with your. I don't wear a ring. Okay, so. well, it's the second from the little so this pinky. One? It's the one next to the pinky. Okay, and then this is my index finger. Your index finger, I thought, was your pointy finger. Oh, I guess you call your middle finger. No, the index finger is your pointer finger, right? I don't know. That now, so here, let me read this again. It says, the lower the ratio between the length of a man's index finger and the length of his ring finger, mm-hmm. the longer his penis is. So the the lower the ratio, meaning so if, if, they're they're even, I, if they're even, you yeah. have a longer penis. Yeah. Well, mine are even. They are. Well... And so are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you whip nice. it Nice. <laughs> uh, there you go. Just one of the many drunken conversations. Yes. So it's that, not your middle finger. It's the two. It's the ring finger and your pointer finger that they're really looking at. Right. Yeah. Previously, I was told the middle finger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Well, I had some. I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, now let's talk about something a little more serious. What oh, do you, sure. Okay. What do you say? Um, 
Well, because, uh, you know, our, um, our uh, what do you call it? Our lovely state here, California. California. Just voted a law in that says that starting in 2013 and 2014, um, schools will need to add something to their curriculum. I know. You, and what is it, Sunshine? Uh, gay studies. Yes. Now, it and Jerry Brown actually wrote something very, you know, complimentary. Because he's pretty liberal, saying that we already teach everything else. Right. You we know? teach we teach Mexican American studies, African American, t- Asian American. Correct. Uh, even um, uh, uh, veterans. Yes. And um, I mean, even you can have like paraplegics and like d- disabilities and all kinds yeah. of stuff in there. So we should be teaching about. Lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, right. all that good stuff. As long as we don't put the Q in there. Queer? No, questioning. Questioning. Oh. Questioning is just you haven't figured it out yet. Questioning means you're 20 and drinking a lot. Right. Yeah. I don't think, I, I I just, you know, I know there's people who disagree with me, but I don't believe in adding a Q to the LGBT. LGBTQ, no. no. And at, questioning and at school, is, we have to call it LGBTQ. The LGBT something else. There's something well, else that as I my fa- my favorite podcaster Wanda Wisdom calls mm-hmm. them giblets. Giblets. That would yes. be nice. No, it is kind of nice. Yes. yes. So your LGBTs or GBLTs, giblets. I think they added an S for straight alliance. No, it it doesn't. And here's so conservative groups have already filed a law to overturn this education ruling. Whatever. Because they say that by uh, even bringing it up in the classroom, mm-hmm. we are. We are, and I shouldn't say we, they are, as in the educational system, is promoting the gay agenda and attempting to make homosexuality seem appropriate in an attempt to turn more people gay. That's right. We're going to turn everyone gay. Yes. Now, here's... here. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with making it seem appropriate and acceptable Correct. because it is. But you conservative idiots, here's, here's why you're so stupid, ignorant, and you need to get Jesus out of your ass. Out of your ass. Maybe they like him in their ass. If, let's just say, now the, the conservatives themselves say, thank God that 10% or less of the population is gay. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Okay, thank God. so there you go. <clears throat> so that 10% or less of the population, whatever the number ever turns out to be, which we'll never know because, again, people don't know till later in life sometimes, they can't, shall I say, Procreate for the most part. Mm-hmm. Two women and two men cannot no, procreate. It's straight people making gay people. So yes, all of the gay people came from straight people yes. or gay people who were closeted. Yes, or you know, I mean, now you can have surrogates and everything. Sure. It's more acceptable. But yeah, that's, so, I mean, it's a ridiculous argument. I blame all of the straight people for all of the gay we people. We need to start, stop having babies. If everybody would just stop having yeah. children, mm-hmm. there would be no more gays. I t- well, and I totally straights. agree. I mean, it's a ridiculous <laughs> it's so argument stupid. that, pro- you know, teaching uh, any kind of gay studies in anywhere is right. going to bring out more gay people because and, you're and born that way. And 10% or less of the population is not going to take over. No, any, and if you did, I'll quite honestly, the world would be more fun. Well, of course it would be. <laughs> yes, it, it would be. Nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, there would be not, no. I mean, there would be a not more a lot more nightclubs. Yeah, and, better decorated, better food. <clears throat> I mean, everything. <laughs> better drinks. Sure, and uh, and well, and a lot more well coiffed hairstyles. I totally agree, and no Crocs. Oh no, no. no. Uh, you know. So really, is actually, it a bad? Th- I don't really see it. No, What's it's the negative? not. It's not a bad thing, yeah, except I, for the people who work for Crocs, they'd yeah. be out of a job. But now, I don't think that. I'm sure that. My son's teacher, who I'm sure does not listen to this podcast, that I got all upset with last year because she read the story of Easter in the class in a public classroom. Right. I'm sure she's probably not happy about the... I'm sure she's not. Yeah. But then uh, we don't like her. No, and I'm glad that she won't be in her class next year, but... So, I, you know, I, I have no issue. Now, here's the thing. Now, they're not going to get up there and read from a textbook, and it's going to say... uh. Well, you know, they say it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Now, they're not going to get up there and say, Adam put his giant throbbing cock in Steve's ass. No, that's it'll not, be... That's not gay studies. They're going to talk about Stonewall. They're going to talk about Harvey Milk. Yeah, they're it'll talk be a about, chapter in your social studies book. It's right. not like they're going to spend six months talking about... It'll no, be it'll probably day. be like two paragraphs yeah. in a, a section of social studies yeah, or whatever they know, call so it these just, days. And it, if you made less, if they made less of a big deal of it, it would just be like, oh yeah, we learned about this day and on with our lives. It's not. But I mean, just like I remember, uh, I remember, you know, about um, uh, Rosa Parks sure. and, and, and those, and those tidbits of 
black history, you know, but I'm glad that I know them. So when somebody makes a reference to sitting in the back of the bus or something like that, like yeah. I know what they're talking about. I'm not ignorant. I'm not, you know, and and I think my parents could have benefited from a little bit of understanding of gay culture. Yeah. Had they had it in a textbook. Or if they were, you know, influenced by friends, they don't, they would never had any friends that were gay. Correct? Sure. Yeah. No, no, they didn't. Yeah. No. And so, I mean, that they're just closeted in that respect. So whether, yeah, so whether it be African-American, Mexican-American, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, people with disabilities, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically, I just don't see how you can write out entire groups of people that make up large portions of, of your population and say, we're not going to discuss this. That's the way of the world. I know it is. Yeah. I know There's it also is. another thing that people are voting out of curriculum. Have you read about that? No, I don't think so. Handwriting. Actually, um, I don't care one way or the other I about don't, this No, one. I don't either. I just thought it was interesting because I can understand why they it wastes, it's a waste of time. It is. Now, yeah. Now, I, I think as long as a student, mm-hmm. a child, a person can uh, write. Yes, it legibly. doesn't have to be in cursive. Yeah, legibly. Cursive is 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 ridiculous. Yeah. I actually now that I think about it, what was the point of cursive? Well, we ever? didn't have computers when we were kids. We had to, we were writing reports. We had to have our to have nice handwriting so people could read it. But to me, what do you call it when you're not writing a cursive? I printing. forget. Printing. Yeah. Printing usually comes out more legible than cursive but anyway. But I don't think, you know, in the years that we've had language and been writing, printing was not something that people did. It was handwriting. It was cursive. That's true. And so print, That's I don't true. know how long printing has been. It's never really acceptable even for most of us. So maybe print. is printing a result of the typewriter? I don't know. Or newspapers? I don't know. We'd have to look or it is, up. Or is printing a result of like the, um, not the Guggenheim, the, who, who invented the printing press? Uh, oh my God! No, I don't remember. Was that Guggenheim? I know. I, I I feel I feel totally retarded now. Now we'll have to look it up. We could wiki it. Printing. No, but I know this. I know the Gutenberg. Yes, the Gutenberg, <laughs> like Steve Gutenberg. Isn't that it? I don't know. The we'll Gutenberg. Have to look it. We'll tell you next week. No, folks. no, we're looking it up right now. But because this, you is... know, my son can already write pretty good printing, and while I don't ever print, and I can barely read my own handwriting, I don't think that he is going to miss out in anything in life if he grows up and doesn't know how cursive handwriting. I think it's interesting how generations develop like that because 200 years ago, your handwriting had to be beautiful and you went to classes for it. It's the Gutenberg press. Okay. Okay. Not the Guggenheim, the Gutenberg, yes. Uh, And well, but so, yeah, I I actually think, I think printing must have come from the invention of the printing press Hmm, because before that, because before that, people probably were only writing in cursive. Or you didn't know how to read and write, which a large percentage of the population Well, yes, yes. And unfortunately, a now growing part of the population, again, because of the failure of the educational system in not just the United States, but in many countries now. Well, and you know, parents have to take a part in that too. If your kids are, do. do not know how to read and write, then you know the teacher's got a problem. But you have a problem too. There's a responsibility in that. You know, uh, there was another study that came out that said it applied <laughs> basically um, that if parents tend to feed their children uh, food that is of poor nutritional value. Mm-hmm. They're also much more likely not to ask them if they've done their homework or ever help them with their studies. Interesting. And they said that it is not, as you might think, related to how much time they have outside of work. It is just an overall mentality of somebody else should be doing this for or me. How such much care as you're invested in your children. If all you do is feed them fast food, right. it's the quickest thing to do. So of course you're not going to be doing their homework with them because you already proved that you want to spend five minutes feeding them. Well, the study further went on to say that for a parent who has children because, you know, you have a choice. Yes, you, sure. You, you always have a choice. Sure. Whether or not you cared to think about it at the time, you had a choice. You have a choice afterwards, too. You can have that baby adopted. You do. So um, you people, they have a choice whether or not to have the kids, and they say that it is a choice that you come home and think, no, I must have all this time to myself, and I'm going to watch an hour or two hours of TV. That is a choice you make to not spend with your children. That's a choice that you should make before you have kids. Because yes, it once is. you have one, I you have so a responsibility too. to teach that child and to make sure that everything you do is to benefit them. And and for me, mm-hmm. I think it's I I personally think it's a mature decision for me to say. I don't want to have kids because I want to continue to be selfish with my time. And that's perfectly fine because you can admit that. It is, but I don't, and, and here's the other part of it though. I don't think I'm actually selfish with my time as long as I've made the decision not to have kids. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had kids and then still wanted to spend my time the way I do, then I think I'd be being selfish with my time. 
But yes. I just decided not to have kids, not to adopt, not to surrogate. Mm-hmm. So I think I've I think I've made the right choice. You're fine. I can hardly take care of a cat. And she's a bitchy little cat too. She is. She, she yeah. She's not a very nice pussy. Yeah, but you you know you have a child. You have to do everything to take care of that child. And you should make that decision before you have. And a it's kid. a lot of work, people. It's a lot of fucking work. I don't I don't want to do it. And they deserve it, but they're exhausting. Yeah, you know? they really are. I yeah, it's just, it's it's just too much darn work. Um, now let's see. We have one or two other little subjects here that we need to discuss real quickly before we uh, head off into our nether regions. Mm, nethers. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Um, th- okay, I find this really interesting. And um, now, when I'm buying stuff for the tiki bar, I have to mine this very carefully. Okay. Uh, it, there, there's a, a not a study, but a um, philosophy. And there was a study to back it up that says paying with cash instead of credit actually improves your health because you have to think about your spending habits. Sure. And more specifically, people who pay with cash and think about their spending habits are more likely to observe a budget and keep to it. Uh-huh. I totally they're agree with also that. They're also more likely to, and this is what I found interesting, they're more likely to floss their teeth. Huh. Get checkups regularly. They're just more conscientious all the time. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. whereas people who allow them allow just you know debit debit credit credit credit, they are only concerned with when the card doesn't go through, uh-huh. or um, when and then they and when they, they even went on to say that people convince themselves they're doing it for. Um, it, it, it's it's simpler. It's paperless. It's it's these things. And, but when I go to tiki events, for example, a lot of the vendors take cash only. Yeah. You know, they're booze and things. Sure. And so I am very conscious of how much money I spend because I will take it out of the bank and then I have what I have and, and when I'm done, I'm done. It. Yeah. And I do the same thing when I go to Vegas. I take out what I'm going to take out and I promise myself I will not go back to the ATM once I'm in well, Vegas or once I'm at the in casino. Vegas, and my husband does the same thing. You take out the cash in advance. And when it's gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Now, you can be pouty about it when you run out. Sure. But you can't go back. But that's Vegas. It is. Yes. Sometimes that wad lasts you all yeah. weekend and you go home with some, and sometimes that wad is gone the first night. And then you're just sitting in a lounge smoking a cigarette, which is yeah. what I like to do. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's I think it's kind of cool, and I think it's, for, I think it's something that people should think more about is... You know, some people are good at monitoring their budget and using that credit or debit card. I'm not. Well, the senator is, and I think I don't know if I mentioned before that he has an alert on the computer that says when him or I use our cards. Yes. And so I will buy a coffee and as at work in the food court, and by the time I get back to the office, he's calling me saying, "Did you buy a coffee?" Because he thinks it's funny, he's you know. But, but yeah, yeah, I was gonna but, say because I mean, what does he think? Someone else took your card and went and bought a coffee at the same place you buy a coffee yeah. every day. <laughs> Because, you well, know, chances are if somebody's taking your card, they're going to buy buy a Xerox machine in yeah, Florida. Yeah, not, not a $2 Starbucks. Right. But, you know, sometimes he'll call and ask, you know, there's this weird charge for $10 at this blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, I got gas at a weird place. So he's very conscientious of where, yeah, you I, know, where yeah. it's being spent. But, no, I think it's funny. Hmm. Well, uh, we all do funny things. Uh, I'm known if, to if do a funny thing. If he wants to control that, that's fine. I don't want to touch the money. I'm bad at it, so... I'm I'm good at I'm good at budgeting initially. I'm not always great at following the budget. Yeah, well, he's good at following the budget, and I'm bad at paying bills, so that's why I don't do it. Uh, now, my my partner thinks that paying the bills is like a huge contribution, mm-hmm. but he pays them all electronically. Well, so does the senator. He doesn't actually have to do anything. Yes, they just. Or it just happens. No, I agree. He sets up automatic bill pay, and it just happens. So when he goes, well, I paid the bills. <laughs> like, well, that the senator will try to pull that when I ask him to clean the house. So he does that doesn't jive. No, with this me. is the exact yeah. same conversation we have. Yeah. and I'd be like, you know, I spent my whole day off cleaning the house, and he's like, I paid the bills. Well, the senator will try that, and I'll be like, I know you did it from work. Yes. Yeah. So you got paid to pay the bills. So right. come clean the bathroom. Uh, no, I just want, I want the carpets vacuumed and the, the toilets and mirrors in the bathrooms. That's all I ask for. I, I, I make him clean the hall because him and the, the jackass little senator pee mm-hmm. all over the place in there. You mean in the bathroom? The bathroom, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, and then they try to tell me that I'm the one that peed around the toilet. Yes, I'm How, sure what, you are. What, fuck, am I, uh, what, my vagina's like over the edge <laughs> of the seat? Oh, I've known you to have a few drinks and miss... 
You know, in a bar, maybe no, not in my I own bar. I'm, I'm just, I'm just making stuff up. Well, here we're at the end of the show again. Oh yay! It happens so quick sometimes. It does. Well, listeners, we want to thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Because, um, well, if everything goes right, you'll never get to come here. Yeah, if we if we work it right, yeah. Right, because you know, otherwise you're a stalker. Yes. Uh, this is my home tiki bar, and I invite certain people. You could people stalk in. him. You don't know where I live. No, don't invite me. Yeah. Or don't don't stalk me. Um, and uh, well, we want you to tell somebody else about the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So you get every episode, and go to zentikilounge.com often for you know updates on the podcast and the actual a print version of oh, uh, portions of the show. Not in cursive. And links to. Everything we mention on the show, like some of the the vendors, like, oh, you know, the folks out there like Bamboo Ben or Pop Tiki or uh, the Parrot Talks and Chocolate or um, Tiki Aki Orchestra or Tiki Oasis or all these things that we like to talk about. Um, and every once in a while, if a subject is uh, important enough, I'll even put in a link to a news article or something like that because I want other people to be aware of it and be I active. I your garage door open. We have to get our clothes be on. Be active. Um... It shouldn't be the garage door. Oh, well, then I don't know what it was. Oh, no. Actually, the uh, the dryer upstairs, oh. it, has a, it has a setting called, um, what is it? Garage uh, door? Wrinkle shield. Oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> garage uh, door mode. No, it's called wrinkle shield. And so like every 10 or 15 minutes, it tumbles like three times so the clothes don't settle on each other and wrinkle. Oh. And then when you open the door, of course, it stops because you let the clothes out. But I, I always forget to turn the wrinkle shield off. Because actually, I think my partner always turns the wrinkle shield back on. It's like a Wonder Woman. I don't care if my clothes wrinkle because the clothes that are in there are like my undershirts and underwear. Like, who cares? I do. Basically, you know, when you put on underwear, Mm -hmm. it unwrinkles just by the heat of your body. Well, it should stretch too. Yes. Yeah. Unless you're wearing boxers, I guess. There's an interesting. There's an interesting subject for next time. So um, we're gonna we're gonna end the show with uh, one of my favorite uh, tracks from Clouseau. Clouseau. Yes. They sound French, but they're actually very tiki. Mm. So here is Clouseau. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm. Until next time, Mm -hmm. mahalo. Mm